Hey guys, you're listening to The Brazen Truth, the podcast where we talk about morality, spirituality, and sexuality according to the Bible. I'm Tiffany Cater, and today we're going to be talking about the F word. Okay, relax, not that F word. We're going to be talking about freedom, okay? Which is, you know, kind of the F word today because it's a bad word. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it battles constantly with the word equality. Okay. We all want equality, but at what point do you begin sacrificing your freedom for equality or sacrificing your freedom for safety, the safety of others, right? The Bible tells us to love each other, um, to put other people first, right? Um, So at what point do we hold on to our freedom over doing what someone else wants us to do? Okay, that's a a great starter. Um, All right, so stay tuned, grab your coffee and your Bible app, and let's get to it. All right. So in the Bible, um, freedom is talked about a lot or rather us giving up our freedom. We're supposed to be a servant to Christ, a servant to each other, love each other. Right. Um, But it also talks about freedom in the sense of God has set us free. God has set us free, uh, free from sin, from addictions, from um, the the. the laws of nature, you know, um, you know, raising us from the dead and whatnot, um, free from a lot of those things. Okay. So how, how is that something that we can apply to today? Um, well, there's also verses that people love to throw around these days about obeying your authority. Yes, your authority. Authority has always been a kind of a, a kind of a struggle for me. Um, but I think that God made me that way for a reason, not that I've always used it in a good way. I've rebelled and I've repented and I've disrespected authority and God has checked me and checked me hard. So I have to be careful when I'm blatantly talking about this subject because I know my tendency tendency naturally just because of my personality is to lean towards rebellion but um the, 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 the method. So I have to check my heart. I have to check my heart and, um, check the reasons I'm, um, I'm stating certain things and I'm acting in a certain way and make sure that the reasons are right and correct and that it's biblical before following through. Now I I don't always succeed in that, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. God takes us from glory to glory. Right. Um, so, um, you know, looking at freedom, we we want to weigh in the balance um, what our freedoms allow us. Well, the freedom of God gives us the ability, the superpower to not have to worry about what people say. Okay, you don't have to worry and conform to the um, patterns of this world. Right, we're free by the renewing of our mind uh, in Christ Jesus. So we and we don't have to oh, we don't have to be afraid of what man can do to us. They can hurt our bodies, but they can't get to our souls. Right, the Bible says that as well. We should be more afraid of God, who could hurt our body and our soul. Of course, He loves us, and He wouldn't do that. But He is the one to be feared because He's all powerful, He's all knowing, He's all good, and what He says is right and correct is right and correct. 
He's if there's gonna be a moral, um, a morality at all, any morality, right, good, don't rape, don't kill. There has to be someone who the standard is, right? There has to be someone setting that standard. It can't just be up to whoever the individual is, because you might ask one person, is it okay to rape that person? And they might think it's fine. Maybe in their culture, it's okay to marry a twelve-year-old girl when you're fifty. You know, maybe it's okay to do that in their culture. Um, that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it right. We have to we have to have the morality that God has given us, um, and He has to be the standard. Jesus has to be the standard. Okay, um, without that, it's really just up to you and I. Whatever you say is right for you. Your truth. That's where they get that that whole your truth from. Um, but your truth, my truth, that doesn't really work. Maybe when you're surrounded by people who generally have the same belief system as you, but when you venture out to, you know, 50% of the population just in our country does not have the same belief system as you. So there can be no your truth or my truth. There can only be the truth, and that truth is Jesus, right? That truth is God. He is the way, the truth, and the light, and none come to the Father but through him. If you are a Christian, there's no other way than that. There's no other way to see life, to operate in life than those things right there, than Jesus being the truth, the word of God being the truth. Um, So having said all of that, um, we're talking about freedom. So when you look at freedom and you look at um, it, uh, for instance, the whole, I want to talk about the whole wedding cake thing. I know that's old news, but, uh, there was a wedding cake designer, um, business owner, a bakery. I don't know if, if it, if he's technically a baker or if it's technically a bakery or if there's a fancier name for it than that, but, um, he designed wedding cakes and a gay couple came in, wanted him to design a wedding cake for them. And it was a Christian company, a Christian business, and he would not um, design a wedding cake for this gay couple and they sued him and they won. Okay. They won because, um, you know, we have a lot of equality legislation and, and regulations and, um, laws in place and they're to protect people. They're they're to protect people from, um, being discriminated against. Okay. So that sounds like a good thing on the surface, but it also is violating the person's right, the person who owns that bakery, that Christian um, bakery owner, that, that violates his right because his whole business is founded on the spiritual belief system that he has. You know, it, it's crazy because the same, um, there was this guy, Stephen Crowder, you guys have probably heard of him, kind of uh, mean sometimes, but uh, this th- sometimes he's kind of funny. But so he, he goes to this uh, Muslim bakery, pretending to be gay and asks them to make a wedding cake for him and his husband or his soon-to-be husband, and they refuse to do it. But the media does not care about what Muslim companies or businesses do or don't do. They don't care. They targeted Christianity because there's assignment against the Christian faith. And, you know, the whole enemy of my enemy is my friend thing. I'm sure once they got the Christians out of the way, the Muslims might be next. But I also know that there's a very spiritual, specific assignment against Christians because 
Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, right? There could be a million other religions and no one cares about what they say or, or the things that they do um, as long as uh, they're not saying Jesus is the only way, right? Once someone says Jesus is the only way, that's when they're blacklisted. That's when they want to be uh, canceled by, that's when, when they're going to be canceled by um, the world and the culture that we live in today. So don't get it twisted. There's definitely a, a double standard there. Do you need more proof? Okay, well, let me give you another example. What if a company says, I like a restaurant, let's say a restaurant says, I don't want to serve anyone who does not get vaccinated. I don't want to, I don't want to serve them if they're not vaccinated. So you have to provide proof of vaccination in order to come and eat in this restaurant. Is it their right to do that? Yes. Absolutely. As the business owner, it is their right to do that. They can say, I don't like what you're doing with your body, so you can't come eat here. The The business owner at the bakery, though, he doesn't agree with what the gay guy's doing with his body, so he refuses to serve them. No, yeah, so, so, so there's a double standard, right? They want to be able to, um, you know, tell us what what kind of people they want eating there. and And that is their freedom to do that, their right to do that. Now, as far as, um, you know, mandates for school and for things that are paid for by the government, no freaking way, no way, guys, no way is that right in any way, shape or form. And it actually violates our laws. It violates our constitution and it violates our own personal freedom to be able to do with our bodies what we want. Vaccines should not be mandated. They should not be mandated. Okay, so I don't want anyone thinking that I am telling you to not get vaccinated because that is not what I'm doing. What you need to do, what you need to do is you need to check your convictions with what God is saying. You need to check your convictions with what the word of God says. God, uh, the Bible says your body is the temple. Your body is his temple. You know, Jesus said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. And he held up a coin and on the coin had Caesar's face. Okay. Just like very similar to what our money shows. Right. But on our face reflects God's face, right? We're, we're created in his image. So we belong to God. Give to God what belongs to him. Give to Caesar what belongs to him. Give to God what belongs to him. Our bodies belong to God. They're his temple. So you need to make sure that you're praying about it and that you're not just doing something that society or other people are pressuring you into doing. Also, talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor about things. Doctors don't know everything. That's why they're practicing medicine, right? They're practicing. They're practicing on you and they're practicing on me. That doesn't mean they don't know more than we do, but it means that, you know, maybe use some wisdom. Take it with a grain of salt. And actually, I mean, my husband got the vaccine. He got the vaccine and guess what? He asked me, hey, are you going to be mad if I get this vaccine? Because he knows I've said, no, I'm definitely not. Um, but of course I won't be mad at you. Like I told him, of course I won't be mad at you. If you feel like God is telling you to get the vaccine, then get the vaccine. And it's your body and your choice and you can get the vaccine if you want. But I don't think that it's for me. I don't want to do it. I don't trust the science behind it. I don't think that it's been proven. And, um, and I just don't feel right about it in my heart. Um, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. All my kids are vaccinated from, you know, measles and 
yeah, all that, all those fun things. And I, I actually, I used to get upset when I would hear that other parents didn't vaccinate their kids and their unvaccinated kids were around my newborn who's too young to get vaccinated. That used to really annoy me. Um, but then I, I talked to my sister-in-law because she's one of those people who they don't believe in any vaccines or they don't um, use any vaccines. And it's because their son has an allergy. One of their kids had an allergy. They used to vaccinate. One of their kids had an allergy. And um, they found they she felt something in her spirit about giving this particular child the vaccines, and she decided against it. Later, she would find out that this child had a severe food allergy that would have um, caused him to die if given one of these vaccines. So that really changed my whole perspective. It's like, yeah, your job is to, to, to watch out for your children. Watch out for your children, your family. And if God does not give you peace about getting the vaccine, we're supposed to listen to what he tells us above what man tells us. And if they can, um, if they can enforce vaccine mandates, uh, what's to make you think that they can't enforce some sort of a you know, microchip mandate that tells everyone your business, who you are, whether you have any criminal history, you know, they'll, they'll frame it just right. Hey, we're doing this for your safety. We want to make sure that you're okay. And we want to make sure that there's no rapists out there, no pedophiles out there, which everyone knows that's a great thing. No rapists, no pedophiles. But it also sounds a little bit like the mark of the beast, doesn't it? Like the whole 666 thing. Again, not saying that the vaccine is the mark of the beast, okay? So please don't misquote me. I definitely don't think it's the mark of the beast, but it is being mandated and it's an injection. And I don't know necessarily what's in that injection. And regardless, you're being forced to do something, to put something in your body. Now, just for funsies, I'm not a crazy conspiracy theorist most of the time, but this last year and a half has um, messed with me a little bit. Yeah, it's messed with me a little bit. So now I'm like, huh, like what if, like what if some of these things, even if a small, tiny fraction of these accusations or conspiracy theories turn out to be halfway right, it's still some really crazy stuff out there. Okay, so I'm going to read a, a few uh, I'm going to I'm going to read Revelation 13, 16 through uh, let's say 18, okay? I'm going to read these verses and you tell me. You tell me whether or not these sound eerily familiar, okay? Um so the it starts like this. Um it all it also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark in their right hand or on their foreheads, so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. Okay, so guys, this is like not just, okay, you're a business owner and you have the right to decide whether or not you're going to serve someone who's unvaccinated, right? You're a business owner, you have that right. But this is talking about not being able to go to the grocery store and buy groceries for your family without this mark. This is talking about, I mean, we're, we're already seeing travel bans. Like we're, we're already seeing travel bans to where you can't fly out of the country um, without a vaccine or you can't fly from state to state. And we're also hearing that there might be mandates for just traveling, driving to another state, like at these um, state checkpoints, uh, they might be checking for vaccine records. And guys, this stuff is really, really scary. 
It's scary because we're not talking, we're not talking about something with a 50% death rate. And and regardless of the death rate, we always, I, I hate to say this, I don't, but someone has to. We have to choose. We have to choose freedom over safety. And if it gets to the point where some people have to move to a certain part of the country who want to have the lockdowns and wear the masks and, and mandate the vaccines, then let's do that and then have our freedom back on the other side of the country. I mean, I don't want a divorce. I don't want a divorce in this country, but I don't want my kids to be forced to do these things. It's not just 15 days or 14 days or whatever it was to slow the spread, okay? It's not just wear a mask, it's just a mask, it's no big deal. It's not just stay at home, keep other people safe, keep yourself safe. Now it's inject this into your body or else. Inject this into your body or else. Because this is what this is why this is happening. It's the whole boil, boiling the frog thing. They say if you put a frog in a pot of water and put that pot of water on a stove that's just mildly hot and slowly increase the temperature, then by the time that water gets boiling hot where it's life-threatening to the frog, the frog won't notice because the change was so subtle and it'll just sit there and boil to death. Guys, These changes happen subtly. They're small changes, and the way that we get to the next subtle or supposedly small change is by complying with the last subtle or supposedly small change. It's the authoritarian monster. You're feeding the monster when you comply with these regulations. Now, I, um, I, like I said, my husband got the vaccine and I told him, hey, I'm totally fine with you getting the vaccine. Just never, ever use your vaccine card to um, get into a show or to, to take a flight or resist, you know, destroy the vaccine card, resist the urge to use it as leverage to um, allow people or to, to do specific things, to do certain things. Because when you use it as leverage or when you comply with their rules and show them your vaccine card, you're just equipping them to force vaccines. You're feeding the, the authoritarian monster when you do that. So get your vaccine if you feel like, if you've prayed and you feel like God has led you to do that. I know many people who have gotten the, gotten the vaccine. Just Just get rid of the card. You know, you might, some people are like, I'm just going to keep the card just in case. But if you keep the card just in case, you're just going to use it and you're going to empower them to manipulate us. That's what that is. If a restaurant requires it, don't go to that restaurant. If a cruise line requires it, don't go on that cruise. Resist the urge to conform. And I'm not telling you to riot and loot and be a psychopath. I'm not telling you to burn buildings down or to, you know, raid the Capitol or anything crazy like that. I'm just saying don't comply with their rules. Don't go. If they force you to comply, if they require you to comply, to comply, just don't go. If your job, if your job requires that you get the vaccine and you feel in your spirit that you're not supposed to get it, don't yield just because they're telling you you have to get the vaccine or lose your job. Find another job. People are desperate out there to hire right now. If you live in a country or in a country, wow, yeah, similar to that. If you live in another state that you have to have a vaccine pretty much anywhere you you work, Go to a different state, move to a different state. And I know it's not as simple as all that, but that's the point that we are at right now. That's the place we're at 
in this society, in this country, either you're going to be manipulated into compliance and doing something that you don't know God wants you to do, you're not sure about it, or you're going to go someplace where you have the freedom to ask God, where you have the freedom to make that call, to make that decision, to take that time to discuss it with God, with your family, with your physician. Because the government's even trumping what physicians are saying. You know, some of these doctors are saying, hey, you have MS or whatever it is and can't get the vaccine. And airlines are saying, well, I guess you can't go see your dying grandmother because you have to have the vaccine in order to fly. That's not justice. That's not freedom. And it's not even equality. Maybe right now none of that affects you and you just want to live life as comfortably as possible. Maybe that's you. This will affect you, whether it's right now or way down the road. If we don't all come together and make a decision, and I'm talking about all. I'm not talking about one political party over another, you know, come together against the other political party. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about all of us as citizens of the United States of America, all of us as Christians and as citizens of the United States of America. If we don't band together, these scripture verses that I'm telling you about in Revelations, those verses are going to become a reality. I mean, they're going to become a reality anyways, but I mean, I'd like to stave it off for a couple of hundred years if I can, but at this rate, this could be what my daughter faces when she's 12 years old. This could be a decision that my son faces before he graduates from high school. A decision of whether or not to put this chip in their body for the sake of the good of mankind. I do not want to see that reality. But if if I ever do see that reality, I will be among the ones resisting conformity to the pattern of this world, the culture of this world, and even the government of this world to the very end in favor of complying to the Most High God and the standards that He has established for those who love Him. And I hope that you will be right there next to me. Okay, end of rant. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this episode of The Brazen Truth. Next episode will air September 4th. Okay, September 4th. I'm actually going to be having Christine Ellis on the show with me. She is a councilwoman in Chandler. She is an amazing woman of faith, of love, and of supernatural wisdom. And I can't wait for all of you to meet her. Until then, stay safe and have an amazing weekend.